Welcome to Scooby Duo! Welcome back to Scooby Duo. And uh, hello, Mike. Hello, Nick. How are you? Good. And we're going to have a surprise at the end of the episode, right? That's right. Be sure to stay tuned for a special segment that's not related to Scooby Doo, but is related to trivia. That's mm-hmm. all the clues I'm given. Yes, all the clues we're giving. So today we're going to be talking about Nowhere to Hide. Season 2, First episode, episode. One. Yeah. yeah. Finally, we made it to season 2, and it's, it starts off pretty well. Yeah. This season. Just think, you know, they, they had their first series. It was a huge hit, so the creators had time to think about all the changes they could make, tweaks to their spooky formula and uh, we'll talk about some of the things that they introduce that's the, that's kind of new for season two okay so we start out in the city actually and um what we see there is these jewels and i i can't really remember the name of the jewel place do you remember the name of the jewel place no, Mobley's Jewels or something like that. Yeah, I can't something remember. about that. And then there's this ruby necklace, and here comes this green, well, Hyde. Yeah, it's Mr. Hyde, apparently from Jekyll and Hyde. He's yes. got green skin, huge eyes, a hat, and an overcoat, So, and he kind of looks wild-eyed. Mm-hmm. And he steals it, and then he runs away, and then... Steals the jewel, yeah. And the first time I actually see a cop, like, actually in a mission... Doing a mission. or He was like out on the street and he wanted to be seen. He wanted. Well, don't spoil it, but uh, yeah, uh, he, he climbs down the window. Well, actually, I'm not sure if he wanted to be seen, but uh, um, anyway, he, he doesn't necessarily want to be followed, though. So he runs away. And hides in the mystery. That's just weird. Why does he want to go in that mystery? Why does he want to go in the, to a car? I well, guess a I free guess he, ride to his house. He didn't want to be caught. Oh. Yeah. Uh, why he jump? Why he jumps in the mystery machine uh, is a is a mystery. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So he he jumps in there, and then we cut to inside the malt shop. And and uh, I think Fred or the waiter said, uh, "Do you have fun at the magical or something?" The there magic was a, show. Yeah, the magic yeah, show. Yeah, so they're having some malts, malteds, uh, after the magic show. Apparently, yeah. Fred said it was great. And then we get into kind of a, a a trope that happens in every episode where Scooby steals some of Shaggy's food. What does he steal? I think it's ice, ice cream. cream and Sunday. I don't know. And it's funny they have pickles on top. But I mean, that, but I mean, I, who wants ice cream? I guess pickles could be kind of nice on ice cream. Yeah. Um, I don't know about pickles. That would be kind of gross, I think. Yes. So, and I don't know how the trick worked. I don't know how he did it. Yeah. Well, Scooby's pretty crafty when it comes to stealing food. <laughs> yes, very so. crafty. So uh, now they go back to Mr. Machine, and it's funny, Shaggy, so he's like, I, I can't wait to go see the late show on TV. It's about a teenage blob. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I want to go see the early late show to, on TV. I was a teenage blob. 
so that was kind of funny. And and Velma's like the 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 blob stands in the back of Vans is like ha 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 and yeah. it's funny how it actually happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. She describes in the how in the movie the teenage blob hides in the back of a car. Well, she doesn't know that in the back of the mystery machine is this grotesque Mr. Hyde. Yes. So they drive along. Which, they decide to take a, a spooky shortcut. I mean, they're in the city. I don't know what kind of spooky shortcut. They must live out. I guess this is proof they live out in, out of the city. Yeah, but it's funny how fast they get out of the city. Well, no, but the malt shop, it just... They must have we don't know where them, yeah, yeah, they skipped. They skipped probably through because they never were driving through the city. So surely they were driving through the city. Right. Well, it's late at night, obviously. They don't notice that Hyde is in the back uh, until Scooby stumbles upon Hyde in yeah. the back of the mystery machine. And it's so funny when they find it, they're like, a ghost! Ah! We'll describe that. What happens? Well, basically, he scoo- uh, Velma asks, we're cold, let's uh, get the beach blanket. And by the way, another malfunction, the heater's broken. Always some oh, right. problem, yeah. the heater's broken. Yeah, he so takes a bad on- shortcut, he takes a weird shortcut. Mystery machine, the heat is broken in the mystery machine. Yeah, so he grabs a beach blanket and then... Uh, but that's what Hyde was hiding on. Yeah, and Scooby's like, stones, or what does he say? He says something about it. Uh, he's like a ghost or something. Uh, I can't remember, but... It sounded like Stone scared. Street. I don't remember him trying to say what he was trying to say. Yeah, don't really remember. Anyway, he sees him and he's like, and then he tries to tell the game, but then he doesn't need to tell the game because he just comes from under the blanket just standing up top. Like, it's kind of freaky, him just standing in the back. So then they run away, run into this log. Um, yeah, they they hide in the, in the log and... They see Hyde jump out and and run into the marsh. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting here is, well, Hyde. Well, it's kind of interesting. He he seemed to know when to hop out of this car. Yeah. Even though he wasn't really looking where he was going. Maybe he wanted to get a shortcut to his house. Yeah, but how would he know where they were driving if he was hiding under the blanket? Anyway, I'll let that one go. So, um, so. They recognize him as Mr. Hyde, who's been stealing jewels. So apparently, mm-hmm. this is he, this is one of the few lot. times where um, where the ghost is well known, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't really dis- they're not the first to discover the ghost. So everyone knows this Hyde is terrorizing the town. Fred uh, says, "Let's go follow him." So they go through the swamp and they follow Mr. Hyde to a very creepy house. Yes, and uh, what? What? Let's see. So they hide. Well, it's funny. They go to the front door and like this is easier. The door yeah. was unlocked. Yeah, this like, is easy. This is easier than we thought. And then the trap door falls yeah. and they all fall down. So yeah, they're about to walk in and this huge trap door sucks all of them into uh, the basement of this creepy mansion uh that was kind of a funny scene don't you think yeah so velma is so cocky like this is easier than we thought what's your favorite trapdoor 
sequence in Scooby-Doo. Right? I mean, they don't do it many times. Are you kidding? They have one where Velma or Daphne falls. Oh, yeah. I say this is my favorite. There's one where uh, Fred falls in uh, a bunch of flour. I like this one. Yeah? I thought it was pretty clever. Um, (laughs) So they, and then they hide in the... um, well, they hide in the this a laboratory, mad scientist's laboratory, and then they see they think that Hyde's coming, but it's actually oh uh, god, Doctor Jekyll. Doctor Jekyll. I think we have a clip on that. Let's play it. Hold on. Yeah, of his story of the formula you have to take once in your life. Well, this is what they meet. This is what Doctor Hyde says when they when they meet him. Let's play it. Uh, Last week, I perfected it, and all that was left to do was to test it. But something must have gone wrong. And he came dizzy. And the room began to spin. Several hours later, I was awakened by my housekeeper, Helga, who found me on the floor. I had fresh mud on my shoes, like I'd been out on the marsh. The same thing happened again tonight. And when I awoke, I found these in my pocket. That's the necklace we saw the ghost of Hyde holding. That's right. So you see, there is no doubt that I am the ghost of Hyde. There's one thing that puzzles me. If you were in the swamp, how come the mud on your shoes is dry? That is strange. Yeah. Hey, Velma. Calling him on his story. Saying that it's dry. So that means he mustn't have gone out. It mustn't have been him. Yeah, so that's a clue right there. So let, just to reiterate what happened, they followed the hi, the horrible hide into the house through a wet marsh. They immediately go through a trap door. Yeah, and he says that... All of a sudden, he's Dr. Made, Jekyll, yeah. and, he's, and he says, well, that probably was me running through the marsh. And she says, well, wait, if if it was you, why would your, why would your mud be dry? Yeah, and he even says that it's no doubt that I am the ghost of Hyde, which is weird that he would kind of confess this early on, confess but, that he's the... Ah, but is he confessing? Because he's, wear, he's wearing shoes that have dried mud, so why would the mud be dry? I know, but... Well, first of all, why would he have mud on his shoes if he was trying to frame somebody else? But he really shouldn't have any mud, but... I think it made that easier for them to say that his well, mud was dry. He could have dried his shoes off, couldn't he have? Uh, hide drying his shoes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, guess I just, a, yeah. But anyway, he but he also was saying that he is the the hide. He said that. He said that there's no doubt that I'm the bad guy or whatever. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so what happens is Scooby and Shaggy now go through the basement, and we have another. All, hold clip. on, I just love the idea of a vitamin that you take once in your lifetime. That was ridiculous. Yes. And some scientist he is, he testing it on himself. First he says I, I perfected it, and all I had to do was test it. Well, come on, scientist, you don't perfect something until you test it. Um, so yeah, that didn't you don't make perfect it right away. And never, you never. This only happens in comic books and cartoons where a scientist invents something and then tests it on himself. It just it doesn't happen. Okay, so... They, um, they, we go to the basement, Scooby and Shaggy. Well, before they see the Helga, before they see her, they find his chest and Scooby puts on an ape, uh, ape uh, 
helmet or ape. Uh, they put on some crazy masks and stuff. And it was pretty cool. They kind of nodded to the ape man. It was kind of cool. Like, now I like that they have references to old episodes. Uh, yeah, and... Um... Yeah, they have a series of, of gags here where they run around. Um, there's a lot of chasing of you know, in this episode. Yeah, and, uh, and they also find this. He thinks that this mirror is Hyde. And we have a lot of these mirror jokes. It was just kind of like, you can't be that dumb, Scooby. I mean, clearly it doesn't look, it just looks like you. It just, nobody would ever get scared of a yeah, mirror. Yeah, Scooby, you got to explain. The, Scooby opens up a closet. And he thinks freaks out, thinks it's Hyde, mm -hmm. and turns out it was a mirror. It was looking at himself. Which I mean, I would. I mean, most people wouldn't freak out, but I guess it's cartoons. Doesn't make any logical sense. We have a critter appearance in this uh, scene where Scooby opens a door to get away. There's a little bit smaller door, and then increasingly the doors get smaller and smaller and smaller. And he's trying to escape. And finally, he opens a tiny door, and it's there's a little mouse who yells at him. So and that, it's kind of that's funny. That's the critter joke. They have all these doors. It's like, uh, how did they get all these doors? I mean, did the mouse just, like, put them all on there? Like, who buys a bunch of doors for a mouse? Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to be. That was just basically setting up a gag. Sometimes they do things, like we'll learn later on with the TV gag. Suddenly, Shaggy... They they embrace magical realism uh, to some effect, where because because Shaggy dons full clown makeup uh, when he's hiding in a TV to fool um, the hide, and then he instantly changes into a military outfit. Um, but before that happens, they meet Helga, uh, and who is Helga? Uh, she is the housemaid, and we have a clip of her talking about this cleaning joke and. Yeah, here's yeah. a pretty good joke. Uh, the, keep in mind they're in a very creepy castle with, um, with uh, uh, dust and cobwebs, and it's really, really filthy. So uh, they meet Helga, and here's what she says. Well, you can see I'm not. And you've made a mess of the attic just after I finished cleaning it. Cleaned it? bunch of dust flies out so there you go a pretty good kind of a sarcastic response from <laughs> scooby uh, cleaned it and it <laughs> doesn't even look clean there's a bunch right. of spider webs and talk about not cleaning it even before they were in there like right as they go in there it's completely so dusty. do you know why they did that why why they made that joke because uh, they're starting to set up uh helga as a possible uh, villain here. Oh, they think that Helga's not good at cleaning and yeah. that she's busy doing other stuff? Exactly. If she wasn't cleaning, then... What was she doing? Yeah. Of course, I, I've probably seen this episode 30 times before I figured out why, why they would have... Uh, why she... Why they would have said that. She's clearly a bad housekeeper, but she's no villain. Well, I never actually... You just... You literally just mentioned that to me. So, <laughs> thanks for the tip, because well, I never knew that's, that. Yeah, it's the first time I've, I've thought about it. Me neither. All right, so they hightail it out of there. They slide down a banister. They briefly reunite with Fred... Daphne and Velma. And but big slam on Velma's back, and then they go through a coal chute. It's it's the laundry chute. Oh, laundry chute. Yeah, because they wind up in the laundry room. 
first of all, there's is there ever a big laundry chute like that ever? I mean, it's, well, not they. They used to have in old houses. They would have laundry oh. chutes that would go. If you were up on the top floor, you could dump mm-hmm. it down uh, into the bottom floor, but nothing that was angled like that. that would yeah, be crazy. that's that's just weird. It's yeah. just it's kind of reminded me of coal chute. I mean, most and uh, second did. thing that was uh, weird about that was the way Velma was just like in or no, it was how are they able to fit in there? Laundry chutes are big, but they're not that they're big. They're not meant for humans, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So now they go down and they find these, uh, uh, well, first Shaggy gets hit in the head hard. Uh, by a, a, a fold-out um, ironing board. Yes. Yeah, and the way they, I mean, an ironing board, that would hurt, but the way it hits his head is like made of stone or something yes so another blow to the head for shag uh and then they find some clues yeah they find that that they found these shoes shoes. and a uh dust feather duster and and scoob shaggy's like that's the one that helga was using spider webs to clean with or whatever right So so it's not looking good for helga no, not looking good for Helga. And also, we forgot, Fred and Daphne and Velma actually found a poster of Helga. It said, like, the human fly act. She's at a circus. Like, basically said that she's basically not a villain. Saying, Do they search her room? In, is that where they find her in her room? Yes, that's what they find in her. Well, actually, they go to her room later. This is yeah. so, this is like somebody's room. Yeah, he finds a, a newspaper clipping that describes that she was once a trapeze artist, which, which again, now they go now they now go. that makes her look suspicious because Hyde. Oh, remember we saw Hyde opening the show where he he's has the ability to climb up and down buildings, so it's really adding up. And and they are so convinced, sir. They decide to, without a search warrant, go into. Her room. her room without her asking to sniff around. So they're being a little, um, being a little nosy here. But I guess uh, I don't know. So yeah. So after they, I think after they figure out that Helga is maybe the suspect, they go into her room. Yeah, I, I would say they're trespassing. It's almost like they're committing a crime. Or did we? I think we may have missed something. Let's see. They go to the library. When does that happen? That happens. That's where, yeah, they go to the library. That's where they find the uh, burned up, half burned up newspaper clipping. Oh, we come. Okay. All right. So they actually do. They did run into Hyde again, and this time they hid into a TV and said, "This is happy time here." Yeah, I already explained that. Part. No, you yeah. never mentioned that. We I never re- mentioned that. He dons full makeup and hides in a TV. Yeah, very funny, and it's. Yeah. And it's funny how they just, like, point their finger and poke him. Kind of a funny joke there. And then they go to the library. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty funny. It says, go. so what are some of the names that you noticed? Um, well, in the books, yeah, there's a brief glimpse of all the books that the, the, uh, Professor do- Dr. High, that Dr. Jekyll has. And there were, like, snakes, a book called Snakes. One called Marquita Saad, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Venom, uh, a bunch of creepy, like 
a book on how to how to wear makeup. <laughs> ogres. Ogres was a book. So a lot of and a lot of not like kids that like ogres that reminds you yeah. of Shrek or like Venom it reminds you. Of so he's some Spider-Man. kind of mad scientist, which which that does pay off later. Um, okay, so all of a sudden Hyde grabs Shaggy, just pulls him away. He's strapped and he he disappears. We cut to Shaggy. Well, first they find clues also in the room, in Helga's room, and they find prosperous paint and uh, oh, some other thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah prosperous paint and what well, would? Well, oh yeah, under her mattress. Yes, under her. And now he's really going overboard on the framing. <laughs> yeah. But why would painting be a suspect? Why would she be a suspect of? They found a painting canister. Uh, I think doesn't hide glow or something like that. Maybe that was for the skin. I'm not sure. It was basically, it was definitely stuff related to the crime. Yes. Um. Okay. So. Um, uh. So he's gonna turn Shaggy into a frog. Wait. Don't, do they find suction cups? Uh. School. Shaggy does. Okay. Uh, but anyway, but he that's why he takes him away because he knew he saw the suction cups. Oh, okay, right. Oh, okay, good. So that's why he pulls Shaggy away. Yes. We'll explain the sh- suction cups later. So now he tells him that uh, you're going to turn me into a frog. Yeah, well, he, he's now he's alone in the basement with Hyde. He's strapped to a gurney. Um, he asks what he's going to do. To, I mean, what are you gonna do to me? And, and, and he shows him a picture of a frog, uh, and and Shaggy says you're gonna croak me, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but and here comes Shaggy, and they have this whole they have this whole Scooby, um, chase. Yeah, Scooby, and then they have this whole rate chase, and then we have a song on our first well first song of mm. the Scooby Doo era. And what did you think about this love and my recipe? Yeah, love. Well, it's a very hippy dippy. Uh, the the lyrics are kind of silly. I think we have a clip. Well, uh, we'll we'll play that at the end. Well, no, I, I do have a short clip. Hold on. This is lyrics. Smile. All right, so his recipe is a rainbow, a cup of sunshine, a smile. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a little oh my cheesy. God. But... And boy, I kind of, I think it fit perfectly because this is like his Mr. Jekyll or Dr. Jekyll. He does experiments or potions and stuff, like recipes. Yeah, yeah I kind of, I, <laughs> it's kind of, I guess. I guess uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's something that they're going to repeat over the several episodes where there's a, a, a song. And um, it's almost like a music video where the song plays and they show a bunch of gags, um, which, I don't know, were any worth repeating? Mm-mm. So uh, uh, I think we're going to take a short break and see what the trap is going to be. Yeah, there's a good, good trap that uh, they set up.
so uh, well, we missed something. It's which is hilarious and Shaggy as Scooby for Scooby snacks, and Scooby just grabs it out of his back. Does this make any sense? Yeah, he pulls Scooby snacks out of nowhere, um, but they're they're being chased by an alligator at that point, running through the marsh trying to get away from the uh, Mister Hyde, mm-hmm. and. Um, that seems to superpower Shaggy into running faster. Yes. Which is kind of, I don't know. With dog Scooby food. Snacks are, are supposed to, it's kind of vague as to what Scooby Snacks are supposed to do. Like sometimes they give them courage. Sometimes it's just a simple reward. In this episode, it actually made him run faster. So. Well, yeah. And it's like, um, well, yeah. I mean, you, you can also sort of sometimes the sandwiches help. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. All right, we mentioned a plan. Um, this is, Fred has a, a trap in mind. Yeah, um, and he said, we're going to scare the hide out of hide. But how do they sew these costumes together? Well, let's describe what the plan is first. So the plan is Scooby and Shaggy are going to be basically, mirror trick, basically from the curtains, they're going to go, blue, blue. They're going to lure hide into a room. Yeah, and then he's going to open the curtains. And and out will jump Fred or whoever dressed as Mr. Hyde. And then Hyde will run away. And this is exactly what happens. Hyde runs away, opens it to run, thinking he's being chased by the Hyde. Uh, He sees Daphne dressed as a... As a Mr. Hyde, a yeah. little Velma dressed as And then he runs Hyde. out. He's so scary. He runs out of mansion, falls on the trap door. And you know what's crazy? The trap works perfectly. Yeah, that's a change from different series, isn't it? Or from the first series where almost none of their traps worked. This one worked beautifully. Uh, they lured him, made him run out the front door to hit his own trap door where he caught the kids at the start of the episode. Yes. So and nice fitting end uh, for whoever the villain is. And yeah. they are convinced the villain is Helga because of all these clues that have pointed at Helga. But you know is one kind of point that why would it be Helga is the voice. It's yeah. Like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Well, like that sounds yeah. like a man. Although they it? did, they I noticed they did make Helga very tall um, so that at least there would be some. Doubt. I know Doctor Jekyll is very short, and they're about the same height. So, uh, but they pull off the the mask, classic Scooby Doo unmasking. And, and who it's... is it? Well, there's a clip we have. Of course we, of course we have. A clip. Well, we we have the unmasking. It's uh, it is Mister Hyde, and uh, it all gets explained. Jekyll behind the ghost of high jewel robbery. It sure was, Sheriff. When all his crazy experiments failed, Dr. Jekyll decided to turn to a life of crime. But one thing he didn't count on was us following him into the marsh. Mm. And like when he figured he might be caught, he came up with the idea of framing Helga the maid. Shame on you, Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> that's uh, that's how it is. And by the way, doesn't it sound exactly like Daphne? Daphne. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly the voice. It's actor. just a deeper voice. Barely. Barely. Shame on you, Mister. Mister. <laughs> Doctor. <No. Jeff>. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um. So that's uh, it. The gang solves it. I like the cop on this one. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they point out, by the way, that the suction, suction cups. cups. Yeah. And they, what they said they, they was... They realized what? That, that Hyde wouldn't... Or Hyde. Helga. Helga wouldn't need them because she was a human fly act. So she didn't need them. She was too good. Right, and they cut to Helga and she looks really smug. It's kind of funny. Why? Um, well, because basically when they're saying uh, Helga has the ability to scale walls without suction cups, she, they cut to Helga and she's like, yeah, you're, that's right. You know, because, hey, she got accused... She got a room searched. She was almost framed. Yeah, she was a kid. And she could have been arrested and, yeah. you know, done something that she never did. Or been but framed for something. The kids save the day and they uh, they they will give Jekyll um, the justice he deserves. So, grading. should we talk about grading? Yes. All what right, did you I'll think start. about this? I'm going to say... Uh, Three and a half Scooby Snacks. Actually, it was pretty good overall. Um, I liked the monster. Not too annoying. No, uh, I liked the, the laugh. I liked the laugh. You know, like most laughs just are so annoying. Love this one. Yeah, he was good. Uh, it was easy to follow the plot. I like the misdirection on Helga. There's some good clues here. Although the gang, it does get fooled here. The plan at least does, the, the trap does work. So, uh... I guess what I the only reason I downgrade it is I think um uh, the song went on a little long for me and a lot of the chasing of Hyde got a little redundant through the marsh, in and outdoors and all that. But all in all pretty solid episode. So what is the grade? Three and a half Scooby Snacks. Well, um I'm gonna give it five out of five. Oh I know, I've been on a race with five out of five. Yeah, that's like the third straight. Yeah, and you didn't really explain the gain at all or you didn't get the into what? how good the, the game did so i'm gonna go into all the characters okay okay fred it was great was great in this episode except with the yeah i always like him messing up with the heater and you know he's just always a good trapster and i love that this one was perfect i, I is he good that. at traps I mean, I mean, this one was pretty this clever. This one was good, but normally he's terrible. Yeah, so I like that. Daphne. Although, and, and as you were going to say, where did they get all the hide costumes yeah. that they scared him with? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a little weird, but. Yeah, they just, did they just sew them together? What, they had like five, six minutes to get this together? Maybe people were selling them on the street. I don't know. <laughs> but, but think of how fast they had to do this. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Like in Scooby Doo, get a five star. yes, I loved it, but that yeah, yeah that Scooby was a star. rough smart. Okay. Uh, Daphne song? was oh, go ahead, character by character. <laughs> Daphne was great, great, great Daphne. I liked. She didn't do any danger prone, but that's okay. Velma, great with the clues. She was she was probably the good at greatest person with the clues except it was the wrong person but still doesn't matter Velma great clue searching and Scooby and Shaggy always their funny selves it wasn't too much for me I know you say the chases were bad I love the chases love the song love the plot love the villain villain was great good villain I yeah jewel thief uh, his, a doctor who has turned to crime because his experiments haven't worked. I liked <laughs> Helga. Shame on you, Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. I liked her. She was pretty funny. I liked the 
Oh, what else do the I mud, like? The muddy shoes, clues. Muddy shoes. I like the city. It, it's kind of cool that they showed the city. Wouldn't you agree? Is this the first frame attempt? Yes, first frame attempt. But what yeah. about the city? What did you think about the city that, uh, for the first time that they did Yeah, it was interesting this? to see the kids in the city for, I guess, a magic show. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, I don't have many thoughts about the city. You know, I, <laughs> really, you don't. But, I mean, they are in the city a lot in this second season. Yeah. Next episode, we'll be in the city the whole What's time. It, okay, well, that's a good segue. What's coming up? Mystery mask mix-up, which is when oh, yeah. Daphne buys a mask and whatever. Yeah, Daphne gets kidnapped in this one for a long time. Long time. That's going to be interesting. Interesting one. It's kind of, but it's kind of, it's like they're in Japan in this one. Uh, yeah, I think it's like some kind of Chinatown. Japan, yeah, some sort of Chinatown. So there, there you go. They're in a big city. Yeah, yeah. So should we, and this is, we're finally going to tell you a little bit of what's going to happen right after this. Which is... Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for... Because earlier this week, I, me, and Sarah, one of our producers, were were brave enough to go talk to Grandma and do some trivia for her. We have a contestant who said she was an expert in uh, in a TV show, in her favorite TV show, The Andy Griffith Show. So uh, let's see how good... Dorothy Olsen is at uh, uh, Andy Griffith Trivia. I almost said Scooby Trivia. <laughs> and uh, and I really want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, and I'm and very excited for like next week. <laughs> hey, that's YouTube. <laughs> uh, and if you need a voice message, do we have any questions for them? Do we want to leave a question? Um, yeah, how about uh, ask us a Scooby-Doo trivia question and we'll see if we can answer it. Well, I actually have a question for people. Who played Dr. Jekyll? Just out of curiosity. Who's the voice actor? Yeah, who's the voice actor? Um, definitely wasn't any of the main cast. No. So, yeah. I mean, I tried. Maybe uh, Don, what's his name? Messick. Yeah, Don Messick. And definitely look it up for us because that would be great. <laughs> okay. And are we going to play the song again at the end? Are we going to play the song? We'll play it after the trivia questions. Okay, so we'll see you guys uh, next time when we talk about Mystery Mask Mix-Up. See you guys. Welcome back, and we have Grandma on the line. Grandma's going to do trivia. Yes, here I am. I'm on the line. And what what, uh, show are you doing trivia for? Well, I thought I'd do the Andy Griffith show. And why is that? Well, because I have watched it a lot, and I like the early ones. They are very funny and interesting. Then they kind of drift off as... As they went into, uh, it used to be black and white. Then when they went into the color, and Don Knotts left, and so it wasn't the same. Well, this is Sarah, a special host on Scooby Duo, and uh, I wish you good luck on the quiz, Mom. All right. I, I look at it as not a 
pass fail, but just an interesting exercise. Good idea. Good idea. Okay. We ready, Nick? Yeah, we're ready. So here's the first question. What was the one Aunt B delicacy that Andy, Opie, and Barney couldn't stand? What delicacy could they not stand? It was the homemade pickles. Correct. Oh, well done. Why didn't they like them? Well, she just made terrible pickles. <laughs> they, were, they were inedible. <laughs> All right. You're... She, she kept trying. And what happened was they said, well, we can't eat these. So they went and bought store-bought ones, dumped hers out, and put the store-bought ones in her jars. <laughs> well, they were so good. She said, well, I'm entering them in the fair. Oh, no. I'll get first prize. So they had to work that out. It was a very funny very funny airing a show. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. All right, question, you're one for one. Question two. Barney had a steady girl for a while. What was her name? Her name was Thelma Lou. Correct. Wow, you didn't even need any options. <laughs> Haven't given any options Not, No yet. options, and she, she aced it. Wow, okay, two for two. That's impressive, Mom. Who was Gomer? Kyle's cousin on the show. I think his cousin was Goober. Correct! <laughs> <laughs> three for three, you're knocking it out of the park. Alright, question four. What secret did we learn about Andy and Barney in season one? What secret? Do you yeah. Want, do you want some choices? Uh, I'll take the choices. I know they were cousins also. They're cousins, they're in-laws, they're fraternity brothers. They were cousins. Correct. Nice, Mom. Four for four. What was the title of the movie Hollywood made about Sheriff Taylor? Uh, I think it was... The Sheriff Without a Gun. Correct! <laughs> she deserves a prize. Yeah, you do deserve a prize. What number are we on, Nick? Was that five? Uh, that was five. So here's the bonus Why question. Okay, I guess yeah, we'll I do more. She could go for ten. Yeah, let's, let's try to get a ten. record. Because I don't know if we had anybody do this well. What banjo-playing comedian briefly replaced Don Knotts as a deputy? It was uh, Jerry Van Dyke. Correct. <laughs> six for six for those of you keeping score at home. What was the name of Opie's imaginary friend? That's a tough. It was. Um, it was the man. Uh, you can give choices. Let's see. He made noise. He jingled. Did we give you options? <laughs> What? Do you want options? Yes. Okay. Mr. McMillan, Mr. McNamara, or Mr. McBeavy? Mr. McBeavy. Correct. <laughs> Mr. McBeavy. What an interesting imaginary friend name. What's that? Seven for seven? Seven for seven. What future grant what future grantor of wishes once gave manicures in Mayberry? 
would you say that again? What future grantor of wishes once gave manicures in Mayberry? You have choices, please? Genie something. Well, what's the choices, please? Melody Patterson, Mario, Mario Thomas, Barbara Eden, or Mary Taylor Moore? Barbara Eden. I think it was Mellie Barbara Trailmore. Eden. Yes, Correct. Car correct. Well, you kind of give it away. Or? Well, you said Eden. I just oh. I just said the right thing. It's like Ethel. Eat yeah, eight eight she, was in, uh, she was in Genie, that where she she was a genie, so that was good. Name the spinster sisters who ran a moonshine moonshine still. Oh gosh. Now this one's tough. <laughs> Choices? I don't have to have the options on that one. The Morrison sisters, the Baldwin sisters, or the Bradley sisters? Ooh. Boy, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, they ran a moonshine uh, organization? Yes, the sisters. Say it again. Sunglasses. Uh, the options? Yes. The Morrison the sisters, the, sisters. the Baldwin sisters, or the Bradleys? Morrison, Baldwin, Bradley. or Bradley? Boy, I, I, this is a guess. I'll just go with Morrison. Correct! Oh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> nine for nine? Nine for nine. Have you ever had anybody get nine for nine before? Well, we have a perfect round of four, but... Yeah, jeez. Okay, Grandma, this is number 10. What's Andy's favorite dish, according to Barney? Oh, I want to say it was lamb stew, but I may be wrong. Spaghetti leg. pork chops leg of lamb. Leg of lamb. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I mean, technically the stew is correct, but you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lamb. Oh, give me the one on lamb. I will. 10 out of 10. All right. Bonus well, question for fun. <laughs> what was the name of Opie's rock band? Ooh. Whoa. Better give her the hints on that Mayberry one. Music Machine, the Sharpshooters, or the Sound Committee? I think it was the sound thing. Sound committee? Correct. Well, yeah. 11 for 11. <laughs> I think that's the I best in I watched them. I watched them a lot, so they're pretty easy. All right, let's do another show real quick. Okay. What's your what's the next show? All right, Father Knows Best. Father Knows Best. Uh, now tell us a little bit about uh, Father Knows Best while we look up some questions. All right, Father Knows Best, he was an insurance salesman, and uh, he had a wife, played by Jane Wyatt. They had three children, played by Eleanor Donahue, Billy Gray, and Lauren Chapin. Are you looking on Wikipedia right now, Grandma? No. No, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, and this is a show that you think you know the answers to. It's hard to beat 11 out of 11, but let's, let's yeah, try it. Yeah, I'm a little shaky on this. Let's do three. Oh, okay. Well, the minimum is five. Minimum is five. All right. Okay. 
Nick, how are we doing for questions? Close. Okay, we are close. Okay, I got it. All right, here we go. Question number one. Uh, Father Knows Best was a TV sitcom that ran primarily in the late 1950s. Who played the role of the family patriarch? Patriarch. Jim Anderson. It was Robert Young. Correct. One for one. Father Knows Best was both a radio and television series. How many seasons did it run on television? Oh, that I knew the options. Five seasons, six seasons, seven seasons, or eight seasons? This is purely a guess. I'll go for seven. Seven is incorrect. Oh! oh. Finally proved she's human. What was it, Nick? It, uh, it was six seasons. Six. Oh, Off yeah, by that one. I did not know. Okay, yeah. you're one for two on this new round. Uh, question number three. Uh, who played the role of Jim's wife, Margaret Anderson? That was Jane Wyatt. Correct. Okay, two for three. Well, who... What? Who was the oldest of the Anderson children? That was Betty. Correct. All right. Three. So what is that? That's three for four. She's three for four. So how many more One are we going to do? One more question One more. and a bonus. Who, uh, what was Betty Anderson's nickname? Princess. Correct. Nicely done. Okay, you got four for five. Now we'll do a last question as a bonus, and you are finished. All right. Rita Moreno appeared in one episode called Fair Exchange, playing an exchange student named Champney. What country was Champney from? Oof. Options? El Salvador. Uh, that's not an option. On give her oh. the options. Let's give her the options. Uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, or Sri Lanka. I think, I think she was from India. Correct. Well, congratulations, Grandma. All right. Well, this has been fun. Good. Good enough. Yeah, it was oh. great. Thanks well, for. How are you guys doing over there? It's a nice day. You're outside. Yes, but we're going to wrap up this segment. Thank you so much for being on the show, Grandma. Oh, all right. Is this going to be broadcast so everyone will see just how with it I am? <laughs> yes. All right. All right, Nick. Thank you for hosting me. You're welcome. Okay, we, right. we just cut that off. Oh, uh, damn it.